Sukkah Perik Hay, Mishnah Dalad 5-4. And now the Mishnah will give more color on what happened during the Simchas Beis Shueva. Now, the Ramam says in Hilchos Lulav and Perik at the end there, Halach Yud Dalad, he says, Besimchas Beis Shueva, at the celebrations, Lo hayu manichim l'ameha aretz, olachol misha yirtza b'kach, lirkod v'lesameach. They didn't let just anybody who wanted to dance and make merry, because the concern was that people would um, lapse into kalus rosh, like frivolity, instead of understanding what they're doing here as part of their real proper avoda. And therefore, ele gadoli Yisrael, it was just the greatest of the wise men of, of the Jewish people, oroshe yeshivos, the heads of the yeshivas, v'hasanhedrin, v'chasidim, the members of the Sanhedrin and other people noteworthy for their piousness. Vazakanim <clears throat> and elders, Vaanche Mas and other people, um Tupshat and Anche The Bartunura says in Sota, these are people who are like were miracle workers. Tferis Rol here in our Mishnah um says that they were that you know a general uh, uh, they were um What's the word I want? Um, Gadoli, Gadoli, Gadoli Yisrael, who who were just the leader of the Jewish people. So they would be the ones. Heim Shahayu Rokdin, they're the ones who would dance. Um Misamchen B'Mikdash, B'Mei Chag and they're the ones who would make merry in the base of Mikdash during the Sukkot holiday. Avoshar Kol Am, everybody else, Ha'Anashim, Va'Anashim, both men and women, Hayu Ba'in, they would come. K'Dei Lir Osu V'Lishmoa to watch them and to hear what they had to say. So the Mishnah begins, says, Chasidim va'anshe ma'isa. Chasidim, again, people that are sort of go above me on the letter of the law. They're, they're more than a tzaddik. They do more than that's required. Tzaddik does nothing wrong. Chasid is more than that. Anshe ma'isa, again, miracle workers or gadolei hador. Ha'imuraktin lifnehem. They would dance before them. So the them that we don't define is the them that the Rambam talks about, the all the men and women who come to watch and listen. And these people, the Chassidim and Anshemaisa, would dance and they would have uh, torches in their hands and some of them would juggle, even four torches and as many as eight torches they would juggle. Marsha again brings extra light, brings extra simcha. And they would say, before all the people gathered, words of Shiros, songs of Tishbachos and praise to Hashem. The Gemara brings in a in a brisa there in the Gimel it says that the 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 Chassidim and Anshe Maisa who had always been that way they would say Ashrei Yaldusenu Shlo Bisha Es or Baisha Es Siknusenu. Um, fortunate are we that our that our actions from our youth don't embarrass us in our old age. And the Bali Tshuva would say, Ashrei Ziknuso, Zikenuso, we're fortunate in our old age, Shekipra'al Yelduseinu, that um, they, it atones our Bidu Tshuva, and it atones for our um, youth when we didn't, when we weren't of this Madriga, this level. And everyone would say, Ashrei Mishlo Chata, fortunate is the one who didn't sin, Umisha Chata, and whoever did sin, Yashuv B'Tshuva V'Yimcholo. He should return to Hashem, do tshuva, and Hashem will forgive him. This was um, the content, the theme of the kinds of things they were singing at the uh, Simple Space of Shueva. Now, Vahali, Vlevim, Bekinoros, 
The Levim, who were the ones in charge of singing and playing music, who normally would do that by the Karbonos and the Duchen in the, in the, uh, next to the Mizbeach in the Azara proper, here we'll see they're going to be doing it um, in the Ezra's Nashim. So they would play their instruments. Kinoros and Nevalim are string instruments. One is like a harp or something like that, and one is like a like a violin type thing, string instruments. Uvimitzaltayim, these are kind of like cymbals, you know, percussion instruments. Uvachatzotzrots, these are like trumpets, you know, wind instruments. Uvachlishir below mispar, and countless other instruments. Um, of course, that's that's a guzma, that's an exaggeration. There was a number, but the point is, unlike other procedures that happened inside the base village where the number of instruments were sp- specified in particular here, it was not a particular amount. Lots of Levim were coming, and whoever could play um, was playing. It's noteworthy that the Khalil, the flute's not mentioned here, since remember the beginning of the parak, sort of the focal point was the Khalil, the flute, which is sort of the pronounced instrument. The Rabbim actually in his, in his uh, the Yad, he also enumerates the Khalil amongst the instruments explicitly, um, but in any case, there was certainly were flutes playing as well. Al-Chameshus they would stand on the 15 steps, Hayordos Me'ezras Yisrael Le'ezras Nashim. On those 15 steps that led from the Ezra Yisrael, I told you those are like the first 11 Amos um, into the Azara, um, and then down those steps, 15 steps would lead you into the, they were in the Ezra's Nashim itself. So they stood on the top of the steps, and those 15 steps were 15, because Keneged Chamesha Sar Shir Hamalos, there were 15 was to parallel the 15 chapters of Tehillim that starts from Kufchaf 120 to Kuflam Adalid 134. Um, all those 15 chapters of Tehillim start with the phrase Shir Hamalos or Shir Lamalos. Um, so there are 15 of them. So the state, the songs of ascent, if you will. And there are 15 steps to parallel those. Um, and they would play music over there. Now, the, there's like a new paragraph happening. Our mission continues on, but now we're, we're segueing away from the activities that happened throughout the nighttime and what happened in the morning when they now would go out, ending their Simchas Beis Shreva celebrations, and now actually leaving the Beis Mikdash to go to the Shiluach, to get to the, the spring, to get the water for the actual Nisach HaMayim, the water libation. So, the mission says, V'amdu shnei kohanim elyon. There were two kohanim who stood at the Upper gate. The upper gate here means the gate that leads from the Ezra's Nashim into the Ezra's Yisrael. That's also known as Shar Nikanor, um, the famous bronze gate that w- was part of a miracle, as the story goes in, in the Masechus Yoma. So um, they would stand at the top here. It's called the upper gate because it's it's 15 steps above the Ezra's Nashim down below over here. Um, so that that. And they had two trumpets in their hands. When the... Now, two pshatim in the gever, what the who or what the gever is, says the Gemara. Either the gever is referring to the rooster. When the rooster now crows, it's dawn coming, and they're going to go out now to go get the water. Others than the gever, it means the man. This is the, the crows, the person who's in charge of, like, the, the vecker, the waking everybody up. Um, and he would stand up and he would say, get up now to do your service. And, uh, you know, get onto the platform to play your music. And the, everyone else, the other Jews, the, the Mamados, were there. We learned in Sechas Tainas about um, 
that participate along, representing the rest of Klai Yisrael, the third third of Klai Yisrael, they'd also be there, so they should get up now to do their thing. Um, and after that, either the rooster calling them, if you will, or the the crows, the announcer, the Cohen makes his announcement. So then, taku v'heriu v'taku. They would um, blow the trumpets um, to sort of announce that now we're leaving and heading out to go get the water. Um, whenever they blow the trumpets, more about that in the next Mishnah, they would do a takia, a long blast, then a trua, the short blast, that's the mechlokus if it's three or nine, whatever. Um, the taku, and then another long blast. So a long blast, then a broken, then a long again. Those three, they would do that to announce we're leaving. And then they would start now, everyone the Kohanim would walk down the stairs towards, those 15 stairs, towards the Ezra's Nashim. But halfway down, higiu lamala hasiris. When they got to the 10th step, it's a mechlokus in the Gemara that's unresolved, whether it mean 10 from the top or 10 from the bottom. I mean, they went down five or went down ten. Um, at that point, again, taku v'riu v'taku, once again, they would blow the trumpets, the same one long, then broken, then a long one again. And then Higiul Azara, when they got to the bottom, Azara here means the Ezra's Nashim, the women's courtyard, that 30, 135, 135 area where they were doing the Simchas Beis Shueva. Again, taku v'riu v'taku, they blew the trumpets again, the same way, long, broken, and then long again. But here they did it, um, they they persisted as they traversed the Ezra's Nashim. As the mission says, Hayutokin Vaholchim, they would blow as they walked, Ajimegiyan the Shar Hayotzla Mizrach, until they got to the Shar Hayotzla Mizrach, to the gate that exits the east. Remember, in the western far side, let's call it, is like the Kadosh Kadashim, and then you move from west towards east, you would leave the Azara, then ultimately leave the Ezra's Nashim. That's what's happening here, they're leaving the Azara. Now they walked further west as through the Nashim to the gate leading out um, further east onto the Har Habayis. Now, um, if you would be... There's something that looks a little funny over here in as much as if you're leaving the base of English, you're back to the, the you know, the Heichel, and so it looks... It could look strange, like you've got your back to the back to Hashem, so to speak, and you're facing towards the east, um, which is where the sun rises from, so it looks almost like they're going leaving Hashem, God forbid, to go bow down to the sun. And therefore... They turned their faces back westward, and they said, Our ancestors, meaning of Bais Rishon time, they would, um, they had their backs to God's sanctuary, and their faces towards the east, and they would bow down, prostrate themselves to the sun that rises in the east. Um, this is basically sort of like a, a, a uh, based on a Patsik in Yechezkel, Perk Ches, Pasuk Tezayin, um, 816. Um, so was, they did that, but not us. Va'anu l'ka einenu. Our eyes um, are only towards Hashem. Ka, Yod, and Ahe, name of Hashem. Um, declaring explicitly that we're not leaving Hashem, God forbid, we're all eyes, so to speak, are on Hashem figuratively. Um, as we go now through the Avoda getting the water. Rabbi Yehuda, Omer, Yehuda says, no, they didn't say that. They actually, Hayushonen, they actually like said it twice. Va'omrim anu laka, laka enenu. We are to Hashem, and Hashem, towards Hashem is our eyes. The Gemara actually says that that's not exactly what they said. What Rabbi Yehuda meant is they said in this, they repeated Shem Hashem twice. Um, and they would say, anu laka, mishtachavim umodim. We bow down and thank Hashem, and to Hashem, 
our eyes um, long. The point is that they would both thank Hashem for the all the chasadim he had done to them up to now, meaning focusing on the past. That's the mishtachim modem, thanking Hashem for the past, and then anticipating Hashem to do good by them in the future. They would, their eyes looking forward to Hashem, anticipating and beseeching Hashem to do well by them in the future. And that's the repetition, the repetition of the Shem Hashem twice in this context.